You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 94 for April 28th, 2016. This week, we talk about the upcoming Ted Cruz sex tape, gaming PCs, our drag race update, Beyonce and Kelly Ripa drama, password security, and pooping in public. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Gorgeous. Uh, Hi, Sam. Hey, Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. What's up? What a great day. I know, right? Oh, my God. It's been raining here the past three days, so I feel oh, alive that sounds nice. inside. Gorge. It's, it's been like 65 and like rainy and perfect, and I'm all about it. But yeah, no, how have oh. things been, Joe? I know there's lots of big changes oh in your life. I know you're finally, yes. you finally transitioned. Like, it's, it's a really big thing for you. I transitioned into a plant that we'll <laughs> talk about last week where I was hating on plant people. It was just really covering up my whole, my, all of my emotions. Yeah, it was, it was a very self-hating point in your life. But yeah, I it feel like you was. moved on from that. Thank you. No, it's I'm t- good I'm t- to see. Yeah, I feel, talking, I feel free. I, right? Young and free, you could say? Yeah, you could say, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Um, <laughs> the transition I'm talking about is Joe is recording this on his brand new gaming oh my PC. God, that I built myself. Actually, I can't say I built it myself. Elliot was literally on Google Hangouts with me. I was on camera with him for like eight hours I'm on sure Wednesday. he had a gun to his head the entire time. <laughs> we were... Oh, my God. There were so many things I just I like at first I thought I broke the motherboard. That thing is a fucking pain. It was a pain in the ass to get into the case. Yeah, no, Um, that's like the worst part. And then the wires were everywhere. And I was just like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And the entirety of Thursday, my back was hurting because I was on the floor all day Wednesday. Oh, my God. Um, But then like night rolled around on Wednesday when we were finally finishing it. And it came to that point to, like, turn it on. Oh, my God. And, oh, my God, we just knew something wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, we just knew it. We were prepared oh, yeah. for it. But I turned it on, and it all worked perfectly. Oh, my God. No problems at all. I've been playing Tomb Raider, full settings, max settings. So I've been very happy. I'm very pleased with it. Oh, my God. Well, I am so happy for you. A lot of the time when I've talked to other friends who have made PCs, Usually they'll like they'll put everything together like you did. They'll turn it on and then something won't work and it won't be anything that they right. did. It's that they got like a faulty motherboard or a faulty yeah. processor or I like a so faulty stick of, of RAM. And like that really sucks because you can't physically do anything about it right now. Like you have to go you through. You gotta wait. You, yeah, you gotta wait and you have to, you know, replace the part online and like all that shit. So then you, you, you know, you have, you're ready to blow and then you, it's, you know, you're blue balled for the next three weeks and it's the worst right. thing ever. But congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. The, I know the other person who bought um, my graphics card from the Mm -hmm. place that the seller I bought it from, they got a faulty one and I didn't (gasps) because they accidentally emailed me and said, oh, you know, sorry, you got the faulty one. We'll replace it. And I was like, I didn't. Girl, I'm fine. (laughs) And they were like, oh, we sent that to the wrong person. Sorry. And I was like, okay. That's not really confident inducing, but sure. Great. (laughs) But everything runs super good. The only thing that messed up, I had a cord accidentally hitting one of the fans. Mm. And so when I turned it on the second time, it was like this horrible, like, Exactly. And I was like, oh, fuck. But now I just moved the cord and everything's great. So oh it's gorge. God. It's gorge. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for you. Well, apparently God chooses favorites because he made sure that you didn't get the faulty graphics card. I know. I'm ready to hack. I'm ready oh to hack everything. I'm a professional hacker now that I have 
all of these monitors. So. so how many monitors do you have total? I just have the two. I've got okay. just the two. But my plan is to, you know, get enough so that I can build a sphere around me. Exactly. And then you don't have to leave. You just have and a get virtual like a, world. Right. Yeah. And get like a chair that's supported and just hanging in the middle of it. And then Perfect. be just swirling around hacking. Oh, my God. And by hacking, Joe means like... <laughs> Solitaire and Solitaire. I was telling Joe, he was like, yeah, I have like all my my eight monitors up. And I was like, you probably have Emily playing on all eight of them. And he corrected me and said that they were only playing on four. So I know. really wanted to do a gaming video. So tomorrow, by the time this podcast comes out, the first two episodes of Rise of the Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider will already be out. But I initially wanted the first video I filmed to be like, literally solitaire minesweeper and <laughs> yes. just be like i just totally upgraded my pc so i can like, play all these awesome games now it's like an and atari just... 2600 it's like <laughs> the graphics are amazing and like i'm so excited yes. <laughs> and then just be like screaming about how good the quality is the whole time and right. piss everyone you, like, off you upload it in like 240p <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to go. Make sure to look at the quality settings of this video. Like, <laughs> it's only one quality, and it's. Oh my god! Funny. I would. I would love to upload solitaire in 4K. <laughs> Just to upload solitaire in 4K. <laughs> I mean, you can do that now. You have the power. I could. You have I the this, capacity. This computer is VR ready. It is. Oh my god! I could play any game on the market right now in high settings. I am. Hashtag girl gaming it these days. Hashtag girl gaming. So I guess my question for you right now is before when I've played games with you in the past, you have other friends for that now. Um, you would use a gamepad like those that cute little pink USB gamepad. Oh, that yeah, that Xbox 360. Yeah. Controller. Are you still using gamepads or are you playing games more with mouse and keyboard or how are you playing this game? These games? Have you changed your style at all? Like what are your plans? Oh, it's just it completely depends on the game. Oh, really? Like, Tomb Raider, I want to have control because I need to shoot people. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't use the um, controller. But like the evil within where I just the game is already sort of a shit show. And I'm you're already like, in God mode and you're like, fuck this. And you just exactly. sit back with the controller and you're like, mm, okay. exactly. Literally, <laughs> literally, that's what I'm doing with the evil within. So it just depends, I guess. And well, definitely nice. like 2D games are good with a controller. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. You could have so many like instances of bubble bobble going at the same time oh my god that's my dream oh my god well i guess the only thing you need now is like a decent internet connection but i, I know God for, real. for that i'm praying for you arkansas internet's no joke apparently now that i can upload like super high quality videos it's like a crazy because it's gonna take me like a day and a half now to upload a file i mean but that's worth it <sighs> Dial-up connections, man. They'll, they'll, Dial they'll up really bottleneck you. Let know. me tell you, they cap out. <laughs> they cap those babies. They do. Like, I don't know. I People really love this service called American Online, but I don't know if they're faster than oh what God. I currently have. Earthlink's pretty top-notch, so I hear. So. My dad still uses his AOL email account. Don't tell me that. <laughs> and, just, and every... I still have to hear that you've got mail. Sales. You've got mail. Like... Every day of my life. Talk anyway, about how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm, I've just been hanging out. I um, have been playing a lot of Star Fox Zero lately. I bought oh it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I So I got it for the Wii U. My roommate got went halvesies in on it with me because it was like $60. And I was like, okay, like it's $60. I could get it cheaper off of Amazon and wait a couple days or I could buy it right here at the store. So she went in halvesies. 
And I've been playing it, and it's actually really fun. It's um, I really enjoyed really? Star Fox 64 back in the day for the N64. And this is basically um, Star Fox 64 on steroids. And that's kind of why it's getting a lot of flack in the media and with game reviews is because it's just like it's everything that was great about Star Fox 64 and not much else other than like, you know, it's that amplified. And so people who weren't a big fan of Star Fox 64 aren't really going to be a big fan of Star Fox Zero. Um, and it's like you're playing two games at once because you have stuff going on. Like you, you have to use That's the what game. I pad. heard the main criticisms I heard were about the controls. Yeah, the controls are People hard to get are used having to. trouble with them. Yeah. Yeah, the controls are what hard do you think? Get. I mean, I, I was struggling for like the first two levels, but the more I play, the more it becomes it makes more sense the more I use it. Right. But when I was first starting off, it was it was definitely a turnoff because it's not one of those games you can just pick up and play with like a regular like classic controller or, you know, just like a gamepad or anything like that. You have to use the gamepad with the screen and it's you're looking at two things at once and there's some like gyroscope elements or whatever. But once you get the hang of things and things are actually going well, then um, it's it becomes second nature more. And it's really, really fun. I enjoy it a lot. And the, it's just like, it's I, the only thing I say is that it's Star Fox 64 on steroids. And that's what I was expecting. And that's what I got. And so I am happy with the purchase. But so, I, I haven't played it as much over the past couple of days, but I played it a lot when I first got it. So I need to jump back in. So is Slippy still like super hot, though? Um, I mean, like, I, thought, I thought that we agreed that this was a no furry zone, and I like want to respect slippy, the boundary. That's not furry. There's no fur on him. He's a twink. I mean, yeah. So, like, what is 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 Slippy declare? Is Slippy? What in is the furry that one? Fandom? Is that really dumb? One a rabbit? Is that what that is? I mean, there's Peppy the hare. Peppy. Yeah, that, that let's just call, this is in England. It's a rabbit. <laughs> Peppy the okay. rabbit. Well, I mean, his full name is Peppy Hare. Like, it's his last name. Oh, I see. I see. Whatever. And okay, then there's Falco well. and Fox and Slippy, the fucking stupid ass frog. Whatever. This, like, fucking hot frog. I mean, I would go for, um, what's his name? Not the, what's the wolf? His name's Wolf. Oh, God, they really went all <laughs> original. I know, they really characters. went in on this, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played Star Fox 64 in so long. My sister now has our N64, but oh, oh really? my God, that game was so good. There is a, we were talking about this, there's a save option now, right? Uh, yeah, so the thing about okay. Star Fox 64 is that, like, there you was no save, save option. It was the worst. You just had to start over every single time. Yeah, you had to play the whole game start to finish. Yeah, it saves after you defeat, like, every planet, you know, mm-hmm. it, it auto saves for you. And so if you die, like you just like you continue on with the level that you were at. So you don't have to go at, literally to the beginning of the game like it was. Right. So they changed that, which was great. But it looks fucking beautiful. Like, I yes. really, really like it a lot. So, yeah, I'm I gonna bought, have to watch some that. videos of it. I have not watched a single. I know nothing about it other than the day it came out. I read all the reviews that were. Oh, like, yeah. I can't do these controls or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I like, got sort pretty... yourself pretty lukewarm reviews like you know some sevens some sixes um and i most of the criticisms were about the controls and about how it was so similar to star fox 64 which i've gotten over like i wasn't expecting a fucking you know i wasn't expecting anything crazy or revolutionary expecting right revolutionary yeah i wasn't expecting anything crazy but yeah no i i would totally recommend it if you're a super crazy star fox fan um, then obviously go get it. If you have a roommate that you can convince to go and have these on you, so it's not $60 burning a hole in your wallet, then I'd recommend that. Um, but yeah, no. 
things are good. I, I absolutely love Star Fox and hopefully I'll have some time to play it more. But I was too wrapped up in another thing that I want to talk about, which is Lemonade. Have you heard about Lemonade? I heard about it. I haven't heard it or anything. I mean, actually. it's kind of hard. To I know sur- the drama, but I don't. Oh my god! I don't listen to Beyonce, and I feel like every time, every time I say that, I feel I actually feel like a bad person, and like well, I'm saying something like I feel like I'm cursing as a child when right. I'm about to get reprimanded. But well, I, Beyonce yeah. is not something I can like jam to. Yeah, no, exactly. But like, it's good. Be- I respect her. That That's exactly where I am. Like, I respect Beyonce, and she's super talented. It's just, like, not something that I listen to all the time. Like, it's not right. my... It's... Uh, I don't know. It's it's like the beats are more hip hop, and I'm just I'm. It's not the type of listen. Not not the type so of music just that I listen too, to. It's too urban for Sam. Too urban for me. I'm too white <laughs> for Beyonce, you guys. But okay, so the drama is she's come. She came out with this album, and it's supposedly, allegedly, all about Jay Z cheating on her. Is that the what I'm getting? Y- yeah, I haven't done any in depth research. I'm not as you know, we do on this channel, beehive. right? You know, I'm not a crazed fucking Beyonce fan, but according to the mass media, it's about Jay-Z cheating on, you know, Beyonce with either Rita Ora or like Rachel Roy, not Rachel okay. Ray. Yeah, because when I saw that, I was like, I thought Rachel Roy was white. And then it right? was... <laughs> did, you, did you see that Rachel was Ray, like, that's the... Rachel Ray. And I was right? like... She's so, white. <laughs> I know. I was like, it wasn't, doesn't she make 30 minute meals? Like, what is this? Like, I didn't know that Jay-Z was into like really white people. Like, what is this? I was so confused, but yeah. Yeah. Rachel Ray got a lot of hate online. I saw. All of the like, cause like, of course, everyone's a goddamn it, yeah. firestorm and it's a public shaming fiasco and whatever, you know, the, how y'all know how the internet works. So like Rachel Ray's Instagram was like blowing up with, with both Emoji spams of lemons and death threats. Like, that's all. <laughs> it was Rachel Ray's Instagram for like a whole day and a half. That is hilarious. Talk like, I mean, crazy. I feel bad. She shouldn't feel like. I hope it didn't hurt her because it's just funny at that point. No, no. Like, it was it was fine. And she like she made a funny tweet about how like, um, like, oh, my God, like Beyonce's fans are crazy. And then she posted like a recipe for lemonade on her Instagram. Yes, <laughs> like, girl, get it. She get like rolled promo. with the punches, which was so good. Um, um, did wait, what did So what do you think about the whole situation? Like, um, do you think that Jay-Z I've never heard a Jay-Z song. <laughs> I mean, coming from two gay white guys that like don't listen to hip hop, you're going to get a really like introspective view, obviously. Well, no, did, um, did, didn't he write 99 Problems or something? I, I think so. I saw a funny tweet about it, how it was like, well, I guess he finally locked down that 100th problem or right, something exactly. like that. Right, exactly. Well, I guess what's interesting um, that I really wasn't noticing until my roommate pointed it out to me today is that the mass media is talking about all of the girls that, you know, they're they're blaming all these girls for all these problems. And no one's really going after Jay-Z, who, you know, he's the man that cheated on um, Beyonce. And everyone's going after these women and calling them sluts and slut shaming them. And Jay-Z ain't getting shit because he is a successful man. So that, that's what I was kind of noticing is that I didn't I wasn't even looking at it in that sort of lens until someone pointed it out to me. And I was like, wow, holy shit. This is like a really, really great example of like 
going straight for the woman and like blaming her and completely not even thinking about the other person in this 50 50 equation it's crazy that happened with uh the kelly ripa stuff going on recently too people oh, were yeah. call- did you follow that me and, well, so me and my mom watch kelly and michael oh really um and so we were all involved in the drums mm-hmm. but um like immediately when it happened everyone was like oh kelly's just being a diva she gets paid so much money blah 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 she shouldn't have an issue because mm-hmm. she's she's paid whatever right but it was like but she was being so with all the stuff that came out I was I was totes team Kelly. Like if yeah. if there were big changes to my show and I felt like my show was not getting the attention that it deserved and that I was not being kept in the loop when it was me out there, mm-hmm. I would be really pissed too. And I think she had the right to take some days off or whatever. But everyone yeah. just went after her. But did yeah, you see the book that she was carrying when she was like photographed with, by the paparazzi and stuff? I, I, I did know. Let's, let's backtrack for one second to explain oh, people what the situation is. Um, so, so long time you, ago, there was a show called um, Live with Regis and Kelly. And then Regis left. Um, so before be, that, it was Regis and Kathy Lee. You oh, yeah. Remember Kathy Lee? I mean, yeah, too young well, now look at I her now. Amazon. I mean, she's drunk Ooh. every morning on <laughs> Today's show or whatever. But talk about yeah. goals, honestly. But But Kelly. Yeah. So it was. Kathy Lee and Regis, then Regis and Kelly, then Kelly, and then Kelly and Michael. And now we don't, it's probably just well, Kelly now, maybe not. Well, she's go. well, he's going to GMA, right? Good Morning yeah, he, America. Yeah, so. Um, he's been ma- guesting there already. Yes. Or like so, part of a Apparently segment. he's going to go there full time. I think that's the reasoning behind this. Yes. And did you hear that um, they were also talking about when Regis left? Yeah, Kelly only found out about it like 20 minutes before the show. Exactly. Regis was just like, hey, I just want to let you know that like this is my last day. And she was like, what? And then they started the show. So so Kelly got the short end of the stick at least once before. I mean, granted, I'm getting all my like a suburban white mom um, like morning talk show information from wendy williams because like she's the only one that i've been following that catches up with this and whatever because her show is also for suburban white moms which is why i'm watching etc shelly got or shelly kelly got shafted in the past at least once in the regis situation and now michael's leaving with apparently it seems like very little notice also and i'm just like what the fuck producers i'm definitely on kelly's side for this because it seems like that this has happened more than once and it seems really unprofessional. And I'm like, if I was Kelly and this, you know, happened to me more than once, it's because it obviously happened with Regis. I don't know if I'd want to stay, you know. Well, people leaving the show, I don't think it like, honestly, Michael leaving the show will probably not affect the ratings or anything. Like, I feel like a lot Kelly's of people left the when headliner left. right now. I don't see. I don't think so. Like Kelly has consistently pulled an audience. Oh, really? And yeah, like like live the whole live series just doesn't really like the people who watch it will stay with it and like the transition period after regis left was like one of the highest rated periods because people love to see all the guest hosts you remember michael buckley guested as well oh yeah that's right back in the day right they were like trying when they were trying to decide who the new person would be so people love that like transition period and I think it's a I think it's a good opportunity to find someone better than Michael. Like I loved Michael. He was really sweet. Mm-hmm. But there were some conversations he just didn't participate in or oh, that's okay. how I felt. So I guess, I guess you're you're way more qualified to talk about this than me. Like I'm just getting my information from Wendy. You actually watch the show. 
Yeah, totes. I guess. I mean, you know, I'm a professional Kelly enthusiast. I know you and your mom. I just imagine <laughs> you two like having your face mask on watching in the morning. <laughs> I need to have Mama Birdsong come on the show and tell Honestly, you. Honestly, I would love to have her. Have her give me like the four one one, like the dish girl. She has the best. Oh wait, but first. Or second, or whatever note we're on at this point. Did mm-hmm. you see Kelly? So Kelly finally came back today on Tuesday's show. Did you see what she like said? Her speech at the beginning? No, I've I, and I want to know what this book that she was carrying. Also, that I interrupted. Oh, the book was um David. It was called David and Goliath, and it was like a it's just like a self help book about defeating big. CEOs or something like that. Oh my God. Yes. And she was like spotted carrying it around. And you could just imagine the CEO's asses clenching when they saw that picture. The subtle shade. They cannot lose her. And she knows it. She's been on that show now for 15 years. Yeah. It's Um, her show. Like, it is literally. But like her comeback speech was one of the best I've. I've ever seen in like a situation, a dramatic situation. She just said, like, she said it. Uh, she was glad it started this bigger conversation about uh, politics in the workplace. And she said she was, of course, happy for Michael, but she was glad that they reassured her that the live series was a priority. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said she she felt like she deserved those days off after being with the company for so long. Yeah, girl. And I was like, you go, girl. You did deserve those days off. Take them. Take, Take those em. six days. Take that vacation, goddammit. Take it. Uh, so yeah, I think it all it all worked out great. Oh my god! Well, I had no idea that you even watched uh, live with Kelly and whoever it's going to be next. <laughs> I want it to be her husband. Whenever he, husband? whenever Michael's gone, oh, it was his name Mark Consuelos. Is that his name? I don't I even know. know his name. Is he a good? They talk were on show that host? soap opera together. No, he they, he was on that soap opera with her. Oh, okay. I don't know what he does now, but every time he guests on it with her. I really like their chemistry. I mean, which is good because they're married. They're married. Yeah, exactly. Um, so would he? That was my second question for you. Is would he? Who would be your next pick? Would it be him to like? It would be, be the him, replacement? and then me. <laughs> I'm ready to move what? on from this show. Um. So Joe, I'm gonna pull notice. a Michael Strahan on you. And <laughs> I'm just then letting I'm you gonna... know that I am replacing <laughs> Michael on Good Morning America. So I will literally tell you five minutes before we record. <laughs> Yeah, you'll tell me five minutes before we record that, like, you're done. Like, you aren't even recording this episode. You're like, hi, Sam. I just let you know that I'm quitting. I'll Bye. tell you during. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> and then you block me. Exactly. Like, oh. Did well, you I'm hear? Like, oh, the drama. Yeah, there's been a lot of good entertainment drama this week. But I love did you it. hear? Did you hear the political news this week? Um, I don't think so. Can I get a political cue in? Uh... This just in Sam Ravioli from Huffington Post. I mean, you should choose a news source that's more reputable, honestly. Huffington Post is the most reputable online site, okay? Okay. I thought it was Perez Hilton, but okay. I see where your issue lies. See what's going on here. I'm pretty sure I got my news from really great sources, so you can just back off. So the headline reads. Female Ted Cruz lookalike agrees <gasps> to do porn for $10,000. That is a very, A, okay, A, there's a lot of things to just mention here. <laughs> a, she looks like Ted Cruz. Yeah. Like, 
She, well, she looks like she looks like a girl Ted Cruz made out of wax. That's what yeah, she looks yeah. like for me. Ted Cruz looks like a Ted Cruz made out of wax. Let's yeah, be Ted real, Cruz though. looks like he's been melting. Like someone put him out in the sun <laughs> for like too long, and then like you couldn't repair it. Um, so this girl literally looks like Ted Cruz, and also ten thousand dollars. Like that's not a lot of money. Like she no, is, it's not. She is, you know, real. They really set the bar low. <laughs> like, so. So they found her on Maury, and then oh, yeah, that's it, right. she became like this meme. And so the site that's offering her this money is X Hamster, you know oh, X okay. Hamster, yeah, the weirdest it, named porn site ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she said what she wanted to do with the money. Let's see, it's in this article. Oh, she said something about she wants to support her family. She wants to buy a truck, pay off her house. And they might get married, her and her fiance. And I was I like, think, "Girl, I don't think 10, she understands." <laughs> yeah, I uh, that I don't, I don't know. And then like some of that's going to get taxed, and I'm like, "You're going to be left with like you know fifteen hundred like, maybe." I don't know, girl. M- yeah, like she'll have maybe five thousand to spend. Exactly. But, um, like, I don't know. Like what? I don't think she understands how money works. I don't think she does either. She definitely doesn't understand how politics works. Did you hear this quote? This is a zinger for you. Oh, I'm ready. So she had never heard of Cruz before the resemblance was pointed out. And she said, quote, I don't know his positions and I've never seen him. So I don't know if he's done a good enough job to be reelected. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag America, where we don't pay attention at all to anything in politics. Holy shit. uh, The next line is, when we pointed out that Cruz isn't actually president, just a candidate, she said, well, yeah, I don't know anything about him. (laughs) Well, wow. Way to to just shrug that off, Mrs. What's her name? Does does it say that her name is? Oh, yeah. Her name is is, um, Cersei Hayes from Natchez, Natchez, Mississippi. Of course. Uh, Of course she's Southern. Oh, my God. She's probably related (laughs) to Cruz. She was probably like... The the thing that was growing on Cruz when they like like a cyst a tumor. yeah the cyst and then they like threw her in the ground and she grew into like a Ted Cruz like a gremlin yeah literally someone a gremlin fed her after midnight or whatever <laughs> someone, gremlins someone do. fed Ted Cruz after midnight and he turned into that what state is Ted Cruz from um, I don't even know well he was born in Alberta Canada so. <gasps> Right? He's not even American. Show us the birth certificate. Right, exactly. Hold on. I This is the one time in my life I'm going to Google Ted Cruz because I try oh, to avoid things that it. make me puke. It's like it's not a thing for me. I Googled uh, his logo the other day because it looks like the Backyard Burgers logo. Ooh. Do you have Backyard Burgers? No, we don't. I know what, I know what it is, though. Okay. But I think you pointed that out to me before. Yeah, okay. So it said that he was born in Calgary, Alberta, which is right above me. Um, I don't know. He was a senator for Texas. So I think that he mm. moved to Texas. That sounds right. Um, yeah. Alberta, Canada, blah, blah, blah. Mother was born in Delaware, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He went to the University of Texas in Austin. Are you going to like travel up to Alberta to like visit his place of birth? Like, I mean, people go to see where Jesus was born and stuff. No, but I, I bet when he gets elected, like all the conservative, like white racists in the South are going to be tra- trudging up here like the second season of the Oregon Trail to fucking find Ted Cruz's birthplace. Like he's, you know, a get dr- ready for those I, tourists. I am not ready for that, but get um, ready. 
good job, Ted Cruz lookalike. I don't. Yeah, I be on the sh- lookout. You should ask for more than ten thousand. Like you don't even you don't yeah. even win ten thousand dollars when you win Drag Race. You win ten times that amount, and like they aren't even. I mean, a lot of them do porn, but a lot of them don't do porn. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do they? So, <laughs> I, I don't mean, know I, anything about the previous contestants. There have been a few previous contestants that have been in porn, like way before Drag Race, when like you know they were drug addicts looking for money. You know the story, but. Anyways, so good job, Mrs. Ted Cruz, for good I'm job. wondering I'm wondering what kind of porn she's going to do. Like, well, it delves into that just a wee bit. It says, um, I don't know if this is a joke or not. Uh, her fiance was Googling how to make a sex tape on an iPhone. So, you you know, it's going to be good quality. Oh, my God. He's apparently researching um, what they should be doing. I feel I, like I, it, they only have to. Rec- I think they only have to record six minutes or something like that. Is, so is it is it going to be like a thing in the bedroom and then they're going to sell it to X Hamster or is it going to be like a full featured production? No, I'm pretty sure. Okay, it says has offered to pay Hayes and her fiance for a six minute sex tape. I'm pretty sure they just have to film a six minute sex tape and then X Hex Hamster is going to pay them to put it on their site. Okay. Now I'm just so, imagining the husband like going to a wiki how page on, yeah. you know, 14 steps to make a sex tape on your iPhone. And like, he goes through I mean, all the steps looking at him. That looks like something he would do. So I don't even know what he looks like. And I'm already like sweating. <laughs> so anyway, she's only 21 though. She's 20. What? Yeah, she's 21. I mean, she's 21, has a husband, sounds like Mississippi. Well, has a fiance. Whatever. <laughs> speaking of Drag Race, is that what you want to do next? S- speaking of Ted Cruz doing porn, let's talk about Drag Race. I know you're going to, you know what? I'm going to get out a timer for you. And that's, okay. I'm going to allot you an amount of time to talk about Derek Barry. Because okay. I know you have it in you. I know I do. Uh, how much time do you want? Um... I mean, it depends on how in detail I want to get about this episode. God, okay. Okay, first of all, why don't you just recap it? Recap it from Sam Ravioli's perspective, please, because I'm sure I got a different one. Oh, no. So this this was top five, and it was the book ball. And there's a ball episode every season where they have to do three consecutive looks. Not all the time. A lot of the queens don't really do, like, three looks that have... um, like a bridge between each other but right. in general like i loved all of the looks except yeah. for Derek barry's yeah. um so the, the was critique bad. the critique last week from michelle visage was you know you need to like try pa- Not patching, right try try to patch <laughs> out your eyebrows and like draw them a little higher so you look different and what happened was he drew them in a way that it looked like that he was a surprised mermaid. All three looks. She he just looked so surprised because his eyebrows were just like, they were not good. They were not good. Even I could tell. And I don't know anything about this stuff. They were I, bad. Uh, it, honestly, like this was bad. Even for Derek, this was really bad. But, and, you know, I don't the know. thing the, the I could get past the eyebrows, but mm-hmm. the past couple episodes have sort of turned me off to Derek. Like I oh, enjoyed really? Derek at the beginning because she was nice. She was nice, and 
there, she I was a Britney impersonator, and like she we hadn't Brittany. seen a Britney impersonator before. Right. Yeah, she I was totally fresh and that. new and whatever. But she has really turned mean in the last two, just going at people for like for no reason when they don't go at her first or something. Like her and Naomi this week were like on they fire. Were, it was so entertaining. Obviously, it was, it was it was absolutely my mouth was salivating the entire I mean, episode because they were going at each other. Nothing that Derek was saying was untrue. Like, Naomi literally, I'm literally sorry, has the personality of a brick. Like, exactly. But that, but that's not her thing, is having a personality. Her personality is, you know, it's having legs. a model. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like Bob was saying, or whoever was saying that, they all have their thing and they own it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just, it just turned me off so much. It was like, Every single scene was Derek going maliciously at someone. And I was like, yeah, Girl, it, it was stop. it was less reading and more Derek being malicious, I feel like. Cause, yeah. Because like Derek would try to read someone and then like he would read Naomi and then Naomi would take it and like read him back. And it's like it's like Ed, you could just poke Derek and he'll burst into flames like he couldn't take any he couldn't he couldn't take a critique he couldn't take any advice and he couldn't take a read he took everything so personally and then he would just lash back and be malicious like that's how Derek functioned and I think I don't know why like it just the whole situation but Derek was just like on fire and not in a good way the entire episode um just going and lashing out he was just lashing out and it was not a good look for her I think it was, you said you don't know why. I think it was honestly, like, she knew she wasn't doing good and she was Mm. sort of taking it out on other people. Because the whole time I was like, girl, if you were actually doing good, like, you could say some of these things, but you aren't doing good. Like, people have a lot they could say back to you. And Mm -hmm. so it was just weird. I mean, the the thing that bothered me the most is that this is top five and Derek Barry has never concealed her eyebrows she's never glue sticked her (laughs) eyebrows down she's never covered them with powder she's never drawn them on and that is like drag 101 you know kimchi said something in a confessional being like at least you know learn how to do that do it once before you get on the show and i think the thing that bothered me is that like you know that is so that is so unprofessional to me it's like ah it didn't bother me too much i mean i i I understood she wasn't used to doing that she's used to being britney and exactly britney has her eyebrows you know (laughs) right he has he has britney's eyebrows and they're there right and and that's all you need so i don't know i hope that it helps now that she's gone i hope that it helps her get a nice big audience and she's able to do a whole lot as britney Exactly. I feel like that's just who she is. Exactly. Derek exactly. is Britney. And like, and a Derek's Britney, like, you can't clock it. Like, she is the no. best Britney out there. But the thing is, is this is RuPaul's Drag Race, not RuPaul's Britney Spears impersonation competition. No. You know, like, Derek would win that. But the thing is, is like, I don't know. Like, uh, this is kind of shady for me to say, but I just don't feel like that Derek's a drag queen. I feel like that Derek is a female impersonator. And I feel like that. That's the difference is like you're really, really, really extremely good at impersonating one person, but you can't really like dive out of that mold. And that's fine if you have a Vegas show and you're like making bank off of in person. Like I'm not trying to trash talk celebrity impersonation, but I feel like that that it kind of showed us the defining line between what's a drag queen and what is a celebrity impersonator. And I feel like that Derek is true that Derek is less to me in my eyes as a drag queen. And so I I don't know. And wow, that could be so taken you're just, shady. you're, yeah, you're just I'm just coming for her. 
You're just, <laughs> yeah. But they, Derek said one thing, though, that I really, really liked so much that I wrote it down. She said, oh, really? you have to show up. And I was like, yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that is, is so such profound. a good thing to say. But the best part of the entire show was when Derek and Naomi were going for each other. And then there was that clip of Kim Chi saying, when's dinner? Right? That is like <laughs> so good. I died. I literally died. Oh, and David Sedaris. I gotta mention my homie David. Yeah, David, David and Amy Sedaris. Like they were really great judges. I love how David Sedaris um, really honed in on their narrations. Yeah, that was, was good. He was a he good was, judge to have this week. Yeah, he was. It was the perfect for that. I absolutely loved it. I had no. What the fuck was going on with that? Like old lady thing that I didn't get the reference because I'm probably too young. I don't Do you, know. I didn't, I don't watch that show. I what don't show watch. show was it? Uh, Strangers with, can, with Candy. Is that what they said? I don't I know. I don't know. I don't know what it was, I, but it felt um, like it didn't fit. Uh, Amy's also on uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Oh yeah, that's And right. her character is one of my absolute faves. So it, mm. I enjoyed seeing her. And I, you know, I mean, David Sedaris signed my book once. And I know, right? Oh my God. I mean, he wrote that he's excited to read my book. So <gasps> I just want to put that out there that, oh you know. Oh my God. I mean, you I have mean, to write the book first, Joe. It's so. <laughs> you just read me? <laughs> Wait, did Wait. I just come for you? I'm like really attacked right now. So um, I don't know. But the let's talk about the lip sync battle. Um, the lip sync battle was absolutely incredible. Like, oh my god, so, I I loved it. I love that. I love that song. Also, like I've I've listened to that song in the past, and it's um it sounds like a woman, but it's not. It's it's done by this um this man, this gay man from the seventies. What's his name? I can't think of the artist's name right now. I don't. I didn't know even know the song. If I'm gonna be honest. Oh really? Well, he was <laughs> no. like um. He was one of the uh, the big influencers in like disco back in the late seventies, early eighties, um, and so it's just a really good song. But what did you think of the lip sync? Did you did you like it? I thought that Bob was well deserved to be in the bottom two. Um, the thing about Bob yeah. that really that I really had a lot of respect for is especially in Untucked, like he was like, yeah, I didn't use the pages from the book and I fucked up and I deserve to be in the bottom two. Like he he took it. And he was like, I understand why they read me for w what they did. And I, if I'm in the bottom two, I totally accept that. And I feel like it's, it's legitimate and valid. That's so well rare to see. Well, as Derek was like, I stayed up all night making this. And I was like, you did? Exactly. What were you like, doing? I was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Chi Chi said, like, what? <laughs> what? Everyone was just silent when she said that in Untucked. And I was like, oh, girl, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't girl, have. Yeah, mm -mm, girl. shouldn't have said that. But yeah. I think Did, the, the lip sync battle was good. Mm -hmm. For a while, I thought Bob wasn't like giving it, but oh, then really? I had, then I could see that she was more about like the emotion of it, whereas Derek yeah, and was, like, like building it up, movement. you know, yeah. But yeah, it was good. It was good. I don't think there was any way they were going to send Bob home at this point. Like, right, exactly. Like there, they would have burned one. down Wow Presents Studios. Like there yeah. would have been a fucking massacre. Um, but I, it just it's very interesting to me that Derek. I don't know. Derek went home um, on an episode where he, where Derek looked the absolute worst all season, which is like disappointing to me in one way, but also like damn in another way. Like I, there, Derek hasn't looked this bad all season. Like this was right. a, a bad day for Derek. Yeah, and I don't know. Kind of feel but bad, we, but we like knew. Derek. Derek looks so good now. Like Derek's doing great. And Derek has this, you know, thing in Vegas. And like, if I was in Vegas, I'd go see a Derek Berry show in an instant. Like I would Totes. love to see Derek Berry. Same. But 
I am, I don't know. We need to talk about kimchi for like a hot minute because like kimchi was perfect. Every she was like Pokemon Sailor Moon evolution in three parts. And like this, I don't know. It was it was probably one of my favorite sets of looks in the entire history of Drag Race. Uh, My mouth was physically I might I was jaw dropped. It was incredible. I was living for it. It was oh, I'm still having feelings about it. It's like I can tell. Like, do you need a moment? Do oh, you, God. Oh. Do you need a fan? I do have a fan. It's just you don't have. Room. Yeah, you should take all the fans you could get. Uh, yeah, honestly, I need all the fans. <laughs> I need as many fans as I can grapple. You should hold on to those. But yeah, mm-hmm. kimchi. She was great as usual. And I, I really want to know. Because she this this entire thing she's talked about her mom. Then this mm-hmm. whole sh- this whole episode was about moms, and she just was like, "My mom doesn't know about any of these really important things about my life." And I feel like everyone was a little bit hard on her because they were like, yeah. "You need to tell her. You need to do this and this." And I'm like, "But it's different for every person, and there's also cultural things like yes, like South Korea is a shame culture, whereas yes. we're like." not a shame culture and so it's western it's versus different. eastern values right. yeah exactly and, and i felt bad i just felt bad that she was i almost felt like she was being pressured by a few different people to like have to tell someone that she's i feel like gay that RuPaul was pressuring queen. her i feel like i Ru- felt like that too but I uh, yeah i felt like i felt like rupaul just didn't really understand maybe the situation but but rupaul mm-hmm. was trying to give yeah. good advice like it came from a good place i think exactly and i think like i'm i'm sure that kim like gets that a lot because she's lived you know in america right. for essentially all of her life and so she's surrounded by a lot of you know non korean friends but coming from people like i'm i'm not nearly as immersed in korean culture as you but even the little bit that i know i understand you know it's not just korea it's like korea and and japan also it's it's a very shame-based culture in the sense where if you're different like you are outcasted immediately and you are ashamed to your family and all these different things it's very um ingrained in the culture there and so it is very very different and a lot of people just it they just don't know they don't know that that's what the culture is like and that's what the family values are like over there but i i assume that kim gets that a lot um with her friends and other people in her life not understanding that like this is what korean culture is like and it fucking sucks you know right and, I want to like, see. Ugh. I want to see like a re, the reunion. Or exactly. Something. I'm excited I want to see what she reunion. has to say about all like all of that situation. Yeah, I am. I am so excited. Um, I think the the second outfit that she had was like this traditional Korean like like gown. Hanbuk. Yeah, hanbuk. There you go. Um, and it was just like really powerful because I. I mean, I don't know if it was just like me inputting subliminal messages or whatever, but it. It was like this this very mournful, very somber mother. Right. And I think it, that, that definitely represents um, the situation. The, that the, she's the in. situation. Exactly. And I think that that, you know, it, I, I don't know if that was intended by Kim, but it came across that way. And it was I'm like sure really it was, it was yeah. really moving. Um, and I, it was just incredible. And then she fucking transformed into like a fuck, like, like sailor flower made out of fucking paper. Like that was incredible. Yeah. That was gorgeous. With like the, the flower petal headpiece and like, holy shit. Like, I am so glad that Kim has made it this far and I'm, she showed off so much talent. It's absolutely incredible. She's a walking work of art. And oh my God, I just, I couldn't say anything 
okay. more fantastic put about it, Kim. Put it back in your pants. I, it's out. It's out. It's flying around. No, no, I it. do not ever tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> it's out. It's proud. It's it's here. It's queer. Get over it. Oh, well, it, uh, I, we can both agree it was a very good episode. It was a very, very good episode. And I, I'm excited for top four. Also, top four, like first time in history where there's not been a white person in the top four. It's all it's three um like three colored is that colored people am i in the side i am not touching that i am not, i wouldn't touch that with a 20 foot pole but tumblr was like tumblr was going crazy about it because i i don't think that's this was i think this is the first season in history that there hasn't been a, a white contestant and at least the top four let alone like the top three naomi's not what I'm I mean, <laughs> now even she joked she, about that, so I had to throw a joke out there. I, I, what's crazy for me is like Naomi grew up in like a family of fucking twenty four people, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I know crazy. that was crazy. I was like, did someone else get all the personality in that situation? Oh like, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she loves her mom though, and I'm like, she ah, does. That was cute. I love she my was, mom too. That was super cute. <sighs> okay, well, I think it's time. Is it for time? our favorite things. <gasps> yeah. These are a few of our favorite things. So who wants to go first? You go first. Okay. So Ladies my th- first. Oh my God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let me just put my, let me put my pocket pussy back in my, you know, back. Okay. Just TMI this entire week for you. <laughs> pocket pussy. That is a word, isn't it? What is, is that a, is that a, like an actual thing I should know I, about? I think it's like, I don't know. I think it's it's like a thing you like straight guys used to jack off with. Is that what a pocket pussy is? Like a know. flesh jack? Kind of, only maybe it's like more handheld. I don't know what the straight people Ooh. make. I don't, I don't know about their shenanigans. I don't okay, understand well, it. Favorite thing. Re- regardless, my favorite thing this week is a tool. Not like a, I'm not straight, you guys, but it's a t- it's an online tool um i obviously have a lot of websites that i use and like everyone does and i have login passwords up the ass are you on the internet there's this thing called the internet (laughs) the super highway going at extremely fast speed i thought i was the only one um i mean just because that you're the only person you friended on snapchat doesn't mean that you're the only person on the internet you just read me okay go on i guess Okay, so anyways, um, I've been I have a lot of different passwords for a lot of different accounts online, and you're supposed to have completely different passwords for every different site. And I I had some that are different, but people reuse passwords all the time. And I finally bit the bullet and I was like, you know what, I should be using a password manager. I should be having an application that does this for me and just change all my passwords on all my sites to things that I don't know that are super encrypted and hashed and whatever. So my favorite thing this week is a thing called LastPass, which is sounds fancy. It is a password manager. It's kind of like there's a bunch of password managers out there. There's one password is one. There's one called Dashlane. There's a couple different ones. Um, And essentially, what's so good about this one? Um, this one was the cheapest. Um, there's a, yes. there's a free program, but you can, you can use it for free, but it doesn't sync across like your computer and your, um, phone. And there's like certain features that you gain, um, by paying a yearly subscription, which is only $12. So I was like, Ooh. girls, I, I have $12 to spare a year. Like I am fine with this. So I gave them my $12 and essentially what a password manager does is it, um, 
like in Google Chrome, when you, because I'm assuming everyone uses Chrome, like if you go to a website and you type in your username and password, Chrome will ask you, would you like to save this password for later? That is a password manager. Chrome has one that's built in, um, but it's not very secure. Security experts have said, allegedly. Um, Chrome, it's fairly easy to look at your passwords in plain text if you have access to the computer in like the cache files and etc. And it's just like it's it's not getting sent to the Google servers in the most secure way. So that's one reason to switch. But essentially what LastPass does is you have one password that's long called your master password. Usually it's recommended to like have a sentence that you know that you can remember with like a couple numbers, something that's secure. And you use that to log into LastPass and LastPass goes through all of your accounts and saves all of the login information for all your websites. So like, you know, Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr, etc. So A, it saves all the login information. You don't even have to change your login information. But the second step of LastPass is it's LastPass has the capacity to go in either manually or automatically and change your passwords and generate really strong passwords for you and then save them. So do you know these passwords? You can can go into your locker and look at the passwords. um, But but it's not necessary for you to know. It's not necessary because what you do is you type in your master password and then you're logged in and you go to your website and LastPass is like okay you're logged in so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna log into this website for you with this username and password that i remember the point is that passwords are more secure if you don't remember what they are because they're that complicated if you and have then a program if you that, uh, if someone what? like holds you at gunpoint and they're like tell me your passwords and you're like, like the, i can't like the government the government's like, the like government hey. the nsa is coming for your passwords your iphones exactly mm-hmm um, so yeah, I, I did that and I changed all my passwords to all of my sites and it feels really good because I feel like I'm more secure. Um, the, if with the paid program, one of the features is if you have like an Android phone with a fingerprint reader, you can use your fingerprint as Ooh, your master password, which is really, really convenient. Um, it, the thing about LastPass is it's LastPass is the cheapest one and it's one that's more geared towards tech-oriented people so it's not as user-friendly when you're first getting into it so it took me a couple days to like go through and change my passwords and figure out all the settings and like dive into it to make sure it's working exactly how i want to work but if you take the time you know there's a lot of tutorials online on how to use it and whatever it's not that complicated but it's different there's a lot of settings you can tweak and whatever um, it took me about, you know, one or two days casually just going through and giving it all my information. You can import all your password and user information from Chrome. So you don't have to start from square one, which is really nice. But yeah, so now LastPass has all of my information. I mean, the thing about password what if managers. they get hacked? That's the thing, is that the, the thing about fucked. password managers is that you have to trust the service that you're using. Right. So A lot Last, of trust. A lot of trust. So what LastPass does is. Um, LastPass doesn't know your master password at all. If you lose your master password, you are fucked and you can never log oh into your God. LastPass um, account ever again because not even LastPass can log in for you. Then you can't it's... log into anything. Well, exactly. What if you get so... amnesia? Oh, oh my. Uh, it oh, happens. Oh. I mean, if you're in town of Salem and you're the amnesiac, maybe you can. Uh, Is that a thing? Like... Yeah, there's an amnesiac in t- town of Salem, bitch. What? I've never played with that. Well, that's because it's in like the custom games oh. where there's like witches and werewolves and stuff. Oh, you like, fancy. More complicated. I know I'm fancy. But regardless, so like that's that's the security behind this is that 
um, your passwords are in your hands. Like this is it's encrypted with the the best encrypt encryption. It's salted. It's hashed. It's ketchup. I don't know all these security terms. I feel like you're just saying condiments. Honestly, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> 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 but that's the thing. LastPass is is really, really trusted within the tech community because they do a lot of security checks online and they're very transparent about what they can see and what they cannot see. Um, and so I and they were they were the cheapest option that I could find. Like they're twelve dollars a year is a dollar a month. So I was like, I could at least try this out for a year. Um, so, yeah, that is my recommendation. It's it was long. Nice. But LastPass, no, that's really cool. And it, it comes at a really interesting time because I think it was either today, Tuesday or yesterday, Monday, there was a big breach in Spotify and a lot of usernames and passwords were released online. So change your Spotify password, please. It happens if, so often lately. It is getting literally crazy. Like and, every single week, it seems like there's a new data dump of like passwords and usernames. It's crazy. I hate it. And the thing that's, you know, it's one thing to have your password leaked online, but, you know, a lot of people use the same password for multiple sites. And that's where the danger comes in, because if you use the same password for your email that you use for your Spotify account, then a hacker could get that and they could try it on your email and then they're in. You know, that's, that's the problem with data, data shit. So all my passwords are different already. But then Which I also is good. use That's good security practice. I use two step authentication for everything that allows me to. So like Which is all also of my main very sites. good. But like, I don't know. I, I will. Ch- I'll definitely check this out. It sounds really appealing to me as someone who like hates memorizing all of their like 20 different passwords. Exactly. But I, d- does it work with two step authentication, too? Do you yeah, have to so turn that off when you know it? You you can do two step authentication. So what it what it'll do is it'll auto log in for you with the information, and then the two step authentication thing. Oh, will pop up. then you'll and get then you, it anyway. And then then you have right. to you know, type that in manually anyway. But it's you know it's like three layers of security. You it's don't like, know your password. It's complicated, and you have two stop two step authentication. It's like it's Edward important. Snowden level, right? Exactly. And like a lot of sec- it's like it's it's really really encrypted. Like the thing is is even if the um. So your your encrypted data is stored in the cloud. So people are like, oh, shit, like, what if a hacker gets it? That's totally a possibility that someone could get your, like, encrypted, you know, piece of information that has all your passwords in it. But the problem is that it's it's encrypted to a point where they can't do anything with it. It's like a it's like a rock. They could hit at it forever. But if your master password is, like, complicated enough, like, it would take them hundreds of millions of years to brute force it to get into your one account. So it's... it's Unless um, they guess it on the first try. Well, that's why you need to have a really strong master password. That's the Mm. one more complicated password that you know. Then that's that's the big one that you need to remember. I don't know. Okay. Look into it. It's called LastPass. (laughs) Not even just LastPass, but password managers in general i'd recommend it it keeps you safer it makes things less complicated there you go favorite thing nice good favorite thing ta-da what about you joe what's your favorite thing i've got a couple different things one of them is a mobile game i've been playing for it's only been out a couple two or three weeks or so but it's a new official sailor moon game (gasps) it's called like sailor drops or something i don't know sounds really like nasty but mm. it's uh, there were there were a couple other um, non-official, unofficial Sailor Moon games, and they were really good. But they've disappeared from the store. I can't. Ooh. I want to find the APK files again because I would love to have those on my phone. But this is more like it's kind of like Bejeweled in a way. Oh, fun! But it's it is really 
fucking hard. Like extremely difficult. Like they hold your hand for like 10 levels through this tutorial. Like there's no fucking way you can lose. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it is impossible. You will spend like the entire day on one level. It is crazy, but it is really fun and addicting. And I guess that is because it is difficult because I refuse to put any money into this app like I do with all the other apps. I mean, how long is that going to last, Joe? Let's be real. Well, it's it's so difficult that not even the power-ups help you half the time. Well, that's not intuitive. No, I feel like they're going to dumb it down eventually. There's got to be some other people who are frustrated with it. So that's Mm. why I refuse to spend money because I'm like, even that won't help me. This is like a a game at the fair that you can't win, you know? Oh my God, they're cheating you. They're cheating you. They're cheating you out of your money. But it's... Mm. It's so good. It is really good. And then um, my second thing is a new K-pop song that came out this week. Oh, my God. So uh, the girl group Twice, I'm pretty sure they debuted last year. This is like their second comeback. Uh, Their first one like broke a lot of like rookie records and whatever. And uh, I think the music video has like 53 million or something, which is crazy for a rookie group. Uh, But they came out with their second comeback this week. It's called Cheer Up. It's like sort of a cheerleader themed album. Uh, mm-hmm. The main uh, song is called Cheer Up. And the music video is so cool. It's edited so well. So there's nine Ooh. members and each of them is like a different character from a movie. Like they're. Oh, that's a cool concept. Yeah. And it, um, they're all like they're all together in a house. And then like mm-hmm. this lens will come down on each of them and go to like they'll suddenly be their character or whatever. And uh, one is like Drew Barrymore's character from Scream. One Mm. is like um, Audrey Hepburn in Roman Holiday. Um, And it's just really good editing, especially in like the first verse. They sort of lose steam in the second, but it's so good. I've been singing it since it came out, basically. But they don't say, someone needs to teach these girls like, if the song is going to be called Cheer Up, you need to, like, actually know how to say Cheer Up. Because they're oh. saying, like, Churro, and they're Chur-up. saying, like, Char Up. And oh, it's just, no. like, almost painful. And you're just like, girl, this is your title track. You got to learn this one word. The English so girl, good. come on. I wasn't, a, I wasn't a Twice stan at the beginning. But I think How long has they Twice are, been around? Just, like, a year. Only about okay. a year. Um, them and Girlfriend are sort of the main two rookies right now. Red Velvet is up there with them, but they're, oh, they yeah. still need like a gym jam to come mm-hmm. out. Whereas Twice has already had that with their first one. And Girlfriend is like crazy popular too. So this next well, generation of girl groups, something to oh watch out God. for, kiddos. I, I will watch my fucking back. Do it. Yeah, watch it. Oh, and then uh, the group Lovelies. Do you remember them? They had the the member who was involved in like the rapey allegations. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing. I remember you telling me about that. Exactly. Um, They came out. They had to come back and it's apparently doing really well. But I just don't really like Lovelies too much. They're a little too like cute. A little too lovely for you? They're a little too lovely. I don't really like the cute concepts. They're sort of cringy. Yeah. Kind of like, eh. Definitely watch twice. Cheer up. Go YouTube I totally will. Super good. Super good. Oh my god! Get your K-pop in for the day. Yes, get it. That's so, daily yeah. dose of K-pop. Get favorite things. Get favorite Wonderful things. Wonderful favorite things. Yes. Oh um, my god! So I guess we should get to. We've got a couple emails slash texts. 
yeah, we have a couple emails and texts. Thank you guys so much for sending these in. Um, yeah, we. which one do you want to do first, Joe? Uh, this one is from Alabama, Cat in Alabama. Ooh. She says, hi, Sans and George. JK, nope. I know your names. <laughs> <laughs> this Who? Is, <laughs> or I guess that's Sans and Jorge. Anyway, oh. she says, this is Kat from Alabama, and I just wanted to let y'all know that I love your show. I do have a question. It's a bit of a TMI one, but Ooh. y'all have said worse on the podcast, so I'm sure it's good. How do oh, y'all God. feel about pooping in public? Is it something you absolutely refuse to do, or are you shameless about it and will do it if you gotta? Anyway, thanks again, Sam and Joe. Here's a pick of my cat, which I hope goes through. Isn't he a handsome devil? He loves plastic bags and knocking things over, sleeping on top of people, so I think he'd be a perfect boyfriend for Sam. Oh my God. For real though, that cat is fucking adorable. It is and I a very cute cat. It. Oh my God. I wish cat. that Sam loved plastic bags too. I wish he loved them so much. He just wrapped them around his head. I mean, do you ever feel like a plastic <laughs> bag, Joe? Did you just, I just got <laughs> hashtag triggered. Okay. You just hashtag triggered me. Hey, you just told me to suffocate myself with a Walmart bag. So I'm pretty sure what? we're on the same level. Okay? I would never. <laughs> I'm a pure. I am without sin. <laughs> I so just wanted, I just thought you would look really cute with a plastic bag I on just your thought head. It was, it was, I thought you would like turn it out. Imagine. I thought it would be couture, and I'm really offended <laughs> that you would even assume that I wish you were dead. Okay, anyway. so the question, the question is, how do we feel about pooping in public? This is a very interesting question because Have as you, someone, <laughs> whoa, continue. As someone who is. <laughs> Lactose intolerant. I didn't realize oh, he was God. lactose intolerant for a while. Um, this is not, I mean, oh my, sometimes you just got to go, you guys. Sometimes wait, it's, wait. it's a flow in and you have to do it. Are we talking, so I have been thinking this meant, So I'm assuming now that this means public restrooms, but I did not understand that until just now. I thought this meant like going and pooping like out in the open. <laughs> no. <laughs> literally what i thought i meant this whole time like going out and just shitting there's a problem with that in some countries there is legit a problem arkansas you guys mama i gotta go just go out in the yard joseph i just read an article of in some country where pooping in public was an issue like actually pooping in the streets and they're trying to get people to buy toilets and to use toilets so that's where my mind went anyway oh public restrooms that's i guess what we're talking about I go guess, on you know with your lactose intolerance with, diarrhea with their fucking privilege with your fucking <laughs> public your restrooms check your toilet privilege sam ravioli <laughs> check your toilet privilege that has to be the title of this podcast i'm writing it down holy shit Hold on. So, Check your toilet <laughs> privilege. Anyways, so back anyway, to my back, back to, you. to my lactose in, induced diarrhea. Um, I've had GI problems forever. Joe's had GI problems forever. I don't think that We're anyone messes. right. Uh, I don't think that anyone wants like. I don't think anyone goes out in public and, and is like, you know what? I really want to use a public restroom. I don't think that that's a goal for most people. I mean, maybe I don't know. Not anyone I met. Um. I know people who I have a friend, Joe and I have a friend, Greg, I see you, I'm calling you out right now, um, who has like an actual phobia of pooping in public. It's like a thing. It's like, like pooping a, it's like, where it's people a, can hear him. Like Yeah, like pooping where people can hear him. Like shared a hotel and he would have to go down to the lobby to poop. Yeah. 
like he it was just like a mental break for him he could right. not because god forbid humans shit right it's a thing um i'm not nearly that bad but like i mean i don't know if i'm in class and i like i have to like number two whatever i usually time it out where i'm like you know can i go home for lunch and then poop there and i have like an excuse or am i just gonna have to bite the bullet and go i think it's it's definitely dependent on the situation i never like enjoy it but i'm never like really i mean i try to avoid it but it's not debilitating for me right i don't know that's kind of where it's, I am. What about you, Joe? It's definitely not a pleasant experience. It actually doesn't. If the restroom is nice and clean, it doesn't bother me. If there are like people oh, yeah. outside the door. If the restroom's the door, like great, I'm like, oh, okay, this is nice. You've been in a rest. You and Greg were in a restroom with me in the middle of the desert. And I was, we were, there was one stall. But that was you, right? You and Greg were both in there with me? Yeah. And I was peeing and I just said, I'm peeing. <laughs> <laughs> So it, if there are people with me, I will try to make it into a funny thing. Like, I'll be like, I'm pooping right now. It's coming out. <laughs> it's like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. It's coming out. What I don't like, I don't like urinals. I don't like standing up and peeing. That's what freaks no. me out. I think it's, yeah, it's weird. It's uncomfortable. Like, it just, I would like to be near some toilet paper and I in a private cubicle when my wiener is out. Like, exactly. That's my stipulation. I feel like that's a legitimate concern. And like, the thing is, is I grew up with a straight father and straight male people around me. So, of course, like I got taught that I should pee standing up like at the toilet at home. And then I realized I was like, if I just sat down, I could like be on my phone and it like reduces like splashback and I could just like relax. So I've been I've been pissing sitting down for years and it's like the best change I've ever made in my entire life. Like, yeah, I just I. I remember as a kid, I would pee standing up, but it's just so much work. It's literally exactly. so much work. You have to aim like <laughs> it's too. the worst. It's a mental process. And I'm like, just let me sit down. So if I get tired, I can rest for a few minutes right. before I have to exactly. get up again. So pooping, it, I'm not yeah. whatever, but peeing standing up is what I don't like. Yeah, I, I definitely can... Like, if I go to a place where there's urinals, it just depends on how like bad I need to go and if there's like people there. You know, like, if I really need to pee, then I'll just, like, use a urinal and leave, like, whatever. But if, like, if I had a preferred preference, my preferred preference is men, but also stalls. Right. So, there you go. Tell what a question. What Poop a question. Poop is never off limits here. Let me tell you. No. Listening long this, enough where I talk about my bowel way too much. We had a, that was a good discussion. I feel like I feel more open with the viewers, the listeners. Check your toilet privilege, guys. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the next one? <laughs> yeah, give it to me. Okay, uh, this one's from Jeffrey, spelled Geoffrey. Geoffrey. Um, it says, hey, Sam and Joe, but mainly Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, let, we're going to pause right here. So I screen-capped <laughs> this. I screen-capped this and sent it to Joe, and I also tweeted it because I was laughing so hard. I was at this cafe today doing some work, and I was reading through some of your guys' emails, and that cracked me the fuck up. Also, you're a fucking troll, and I hate you. No, listen, Sam gets just as many, like, but mainly Sam ones (laughs) as I get, but mainly Joe. So you don't have, you shouldn't have an issue with this. You get just as many. Dear Joe and the other one. waiting for someone to misspell your name like just in on purpose right I don't oh my know god <laughs> no honestly okay. i'm ready anyway he says my name is jeffrey i'm so i guess first of all last week i asked if anyone would marry me 
so he said, my Big name is mistake. <laughs> mistake. <laughs> my name is Jeffrey. I'm down to marry Joe as long as it doesn't fuck up my financial aid. I live in Brooklyn and study architecture and enjoy Joe. I can provide compliments and over enthusiastic encouragement of life choices. Sex seems like a chore most of the time. I cook only because it's cheap. I dragged my former stepfather to the Liz McGuire movie. Anyway, here's a would you rather. Would you rather go through life unable to answer any questions or unable to ask any questions? Best, Jeffrey. Ooh. First of all, I stalked you, Avi. (laughs) I mean, if he's going to be your future husband, you should at least know what he looks like. First of all, I have amazing credit. Let's get that clear. I'm not going to fuck up anybody's financial aid. I have amazing credit. I love how that was his credit. first stipulation in the email. was like, is, okay, first yeah, I of was all, a little offended. don't fuck up my financial aid. <laughs> Second of all, I'm assuming you're not rich because you're a student and you're also on financial aid. But third of mm-hmm. all, well, I guess you're you're a good at you. I think he was around your age. I think he was 21 or 22. I'm just, oh my God, Rob the Sorry, cradle. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like outing all of yourself all over this podcast. I mean, Jeffrey. if you guys send us anything, you should just like. You should assume. We, yeah, you should assume we're just going to give everyone your social security numbers. Like literally honestly. if. Yeah, within usually within about five minutes, I've on your Facebook page of getting an email from you. But exactly. anyway, the question. Any, oh, first of all, I'll consider the marriage proposal. You, you'll put it on your list I'll put it on my list of, of other one person <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make them think they're competing against something Sam <laughs> okay. you gotta make them work for it <laughs> so would you rather uh, be unable to answer or ask questions oh god I don't know like I I <laughs> I think I God. would never want to answer. I don't know. I like asking questions. Yeah. I, I definitely like asking questions also. I feel like you could talk around an answer in yes. some way. Like a politician. Yeah. yeah. People already do like this. Hillary. Politicians. Yeah. Yeah, like Hillary. Homegirl talks around every fucking question. <laughs> I mean, have you ever heard her answer anything about Wall Street yet? It's every question she gets. Literally. Still hasn't answered it. It's true. So I, um, it, this is a difficult I, one, though, but that's what I would get. Honestly, I bet th- I, I, it's kind of the lesser of two evils, and I feel like I'm going to go with you on this one, and I, I'd rather not be able to answer questions, and I'd rather ask questions just because that we're both very inquisitive individuals. I just learned that word today. Oh, good job. Inquisitive. Good job. Yeah. I, it was one of it was on our spelling test, but I didn't uh, I didn't spell it right. So. Uh, well, at least you learned what it meant. I mean, I think I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> but regardless, I feel like that. Yeah, I, I would much rather be able to ask questions and not answer because I don't know. I, I like asking questions. I'm a very maybe like, you could like you could also answer questions in the form of a, With question, a question, like on Jeopardy or like people say right? that I mean, people say Jewish people do that. I'm not making that stereotype. That's just People what I'm saying. Say. People say that, okay? <laughs> Family Guy says that, and that shows garbage. So there's your source. There's your source. Go hate on Family <laughs> Guy. It's their fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we cover our tracks here. Right, exactly. I was trying to blame it on someone else. Also, politicians do that also. They ask questions in the form of a question. So That's this true. is just like, would you rather be a politician or, you know, not be able to answer anything? Or I like would not be able to ask something. Exactly. Yeah. I think we I think that's the the best what you like you said, the best of the two evils. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But good question. Holy good shit. Question, you guys yeah. are 
you're making me think. I mean, it hurts. I haven't thought in a while, but you're ma- you're trying to get me tell. trying to get it's <laughs> clear in this brain. <laughs> haven't been trained in your brain. You're after Lumosity went down the drain. You just I haven't mean, been able to keep up. I don't know if Luminosity was doing anything for me. Let's be real. <laughs> it was. It seemed like pretty much a scam. It's pretty scammy. Th- isn't it confirmed scam at this point? I don't know. I'm pretty sure hashtag confirmed yeah. scam. Hashtag hopefully yeah. get your money back eventually. <laughs> well, good. But, good questions. Good. Thank yeah, you thank both, you Jeffrey so and Kat. Yeah. We love y'all. Uh, how can they ask us questions, Sam? Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, if you want to ask us a question, you can either call us or email us the call number, call number, because this is the library. The number, for our phone number is the hotline is what I thought of. Right? Oh, my God. Or, like, you know, look us up in the card catalog or whatever the fuck. Talk about a trigger. Top 10 card catalogs (laughs) that don't have phone numbers on them, first of all. Um, is that a quote? Phone Are we book. gonna put that on a shirt? Oh I, feel like that, I feel like that's too like out there. Too specific. Anyways, the number is coming up at the end of the show, like it always is. You can either text us or call us um, and leave us a voicemail. If you don't want to talk on the phone because you're socially anxious, like the rest of us, you can give us an email at the show Sam and Joe at gmail.com. You can either type something or you can record a voice memo and send it to us, and we can use that in the podcast. You can hit us both up on Twitter. We also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. If you're a patron, you guys can message us directly on Patreon. Hint, hint. Go look at our Patreon. Um, otherwise, is that the ways that they can get at us? Am I missing anything? Perfect. Well, I think that's all we have for this week. Good show, Ravioli. Y- very good look at us we're just we're still going it's like fucking 90 something episodes i can't count that high let's be real well thank you everyone for listening for sticking out for sticking with us for so long sticking it in me for so long sticking it in me for so long (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go before we offend anyone else yeah we're gonna say a couple hail marys tonight love you guys see you next week bye guys love you bye Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also donate to help us keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voice smell with your questions or comments or leave us a message on our facebook page at facebook.com slash the show sam and joe and if we like what we hear we may play your message in a future show that number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469 we also want to say a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated five dollars or more thank you to Alex G. Alex P. Allison B. Andrew W. Austin B. Emily T. Frizzle. Feliciano D. Eric R. Jack C. Henrich B. Jonathan S. Jazza. Kathleen E. Jorge M. Kylon C. Kevin V. Megan C. Martin M. Pedro B. Pablo F. Robin C. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!